Hey guys, welcome back to another Trucking Made Successful podcast where we talk about the trucking industry, the freight market, and try to make sense of the current craziness we have been experiencing for the past, I would say, two years now. It's insane. Well, it's the end of the week, so it's time to chat about the freight market and what happened last week and what we can expect next week. All right, let's dive into the data, look at authorities, capacity changes, diesel prices, and how this all affects the spot market for flatbeds, reefers, and dry vans. As always, we start with the net change in authorities. As of last Friday, September 22nd, we lost an additional 343 carriers net, which is about 200 more than the week before. Now, it's not surprising that the market is still bleeding out capacity considering the current conditions, but what is surprising is considering the dire conditions of the freight market today, capacity is pretty resilient. Now, there are some people in my YouTube community that think that I am rooting for capacity to leave, and they are absolutely correct. Is it nice of me? No, but here's another secret. The freight market and business doesn't care about any of our feelings. It's a game of hard logic and numbers. Those who are not managing expenses, cash flow, and are taking cheap loads just to keep rolling are going to be out, not because they're bad people and deserve it, but because the numbers simply don't add up and the market forces them out. Now, if we look at the general numbers for authorities, we can see that last week revocations decreased, which tells me that there were simply less new carriers who came in last week. We can also see that the total amount of MCs is continuing a steep decline. Now, if you're interested to see the charts, it's going to be on my YouTube channel under the video that I make on the same topic. Now, if we look at the comparison from the beginning of the year of freight volumes versus MCs or the number of authorities in the market, we can see that as of last week, freight volumes are up 25% year to date. It's up 1% since last week. Now, MCs or authorities are down 4.1% year to date. So basically, the capacity is continuing to slowly drip out of the market more and more every week, while volumes so far have continued increasing in the general market. Now on to volumes versus rejections. Volumes are continuing to climb, as I said, week over week, but sadly, rejections broke down over the past two weeks. Currently, rejections are at 3.78%, down from 3.9% last week. Less and less freight is getting rejected, which is a problem for those spot carriers, like myself, because that results in less volume on the spot market and more competition for the few loads that are there. If we take a look at the week-over-week -week data for volumes and rejections, we can actually see that volumes are up only 0.88% since last week, which is not much, but rejections are down 2.33% since last week. So using this data, we can definitely expect that there will be less volume on the spot market. 
Now let's briefly focus on the contract versus spot market and what we can see is that the gap is continuing to close. Contract carriers are right now getting on average 74 cents per mile more than spot carriers. Now for reference, last week contract carriers were getting 76 cents per mile more. So while the contract market is very resilient, it is slowly getting affected as well. With diesel, I have finally some slightly better news. For the first time since the end of July, we saw a tiny and honestly insignificant decrease in diesel prices. From $4.60 per gallon last week, diesel fell to $4.59 per gallon on average this week, so a one cent fall. Now, there is also a map that shows the different markets and how diesel has changed there. And we see that many markets saw a decrease in prices with, of course, the exception of California, Pennsylvania, Virginia, North Carolina, Massachusetts. Basically, the East and West Coast are the markets where the diesel prices either increased or stayed the same. No surprise there. All right, flatbed carriers and operators, this is for you. Spot volumes for flatbeds decreased last week, which unfortunately breaks away from the five-year average pattern. Realistically, we should be seeing stability in volumes, but that broke down last week. Will it correct itself and increase next week? Unfortunately, that is something we cannot predict. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, flatbed spot rates actually saw an increase last week and are currently at the $2.35 per mile mark, which is five cents more than last week. The five-year average shows us at $2.40 per mile, so we're still about five cents below the five-year average. So in the case of rates, the pattern is actually being followed, which is nice. Again, in terms of the market map, unfortunately, I do not have access to anything sonar related, so I'm forced to look at the DAT spot market map, which shows hot and cool areas. And to be quite honest, nothing changed from last week. The Pacific Northwest and South are shown as hot market areas for flatbeds, but the truly interesting thing is the load to truck ratio. And what we can see is that in five years, we are at the lowest load to truck ratio point. What is the load to truck ratio? Well, it's the amount of loads for every truck posted. This basically shows us that either there are an increasing number of flatbeds ready to take a small volume of loads or a decreasing number of loads for the flatbeds that are available. In either case, this is the reason for the spot rates going down in general. All right, now for my reefer operators. Reefer volumes saw a sharp decrease on the spot market, also breaking away from that five-year average pattern, just like the flatbed. Spot rates also saw a pretty sharp decrease, unfortunately, last week, putting us at around the $2.35 per mile mark, a $0.05 decrease, whereas the five-year average is around $2.55 per mile. Here, the five-year pattern is being followed, and we should expect continuing decreases in reefer rates until the end of October, beginning of November, somewhere around there. Personally, September and October have always been very tough months for us with a reefer. The only question today is by how much will these rates drop between now and week 
44. Now, if we take a look at reefer volumes in the general market, we can actually see that there was pretty much a breakdown in volume across the board, decreases everywhere. Unfortunately, less volume in the general freight market will often result in less volume on the spot market, unless, of course, rejections skyrocket, which is unfortunately not happening right now. Rejection rate-wise, we also saw mostly decreases for reefers, except for Spokane, Washington, Portland, Oregon, North Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin, Iowa, and North Carolina, which saw significant increases. Now, the significant decreases in rejections happened in Idaho, Pendleton, Oregon, Michigan, Nebraska, and South Dakota. So the question is, where do you have to go next week with a reefer to grab relatively better opportunities? Well, I'm going to tell you this. There's Twin Falls, Idaho, 35.89% rejection, but unfortunately that is a decrease of 5% since last week. Then we have Pendleton, Oregon, 38.44% rejection, also a decrease of 2% since last week. We have the Fargo, North Dakota market, which is new, 35.18% rejection. And then we have Minneapolis, Minnesota, which is at 18% rejection, but be careful because the volume there is decreasing. Unlike in the last few weeks, it looks like the relatively good markets for reefers are shrinking this week. The Midwest, while still relatively better than other general areas, only ranges from 6 to 15% rejection, unlike the 20 plus percent rejections that we saw last week. So while I still would recommend sticking to the Pacific Northwest and Midwest for reefers to grab relatively better opportunities, I want you to be aware of the fact that the market doesn't have as much to offer as in the prior weeks. All right, drive van operators, dispatchers, and carriers, this is for you. Van volume saw a sharp decrease on the spot market, which also broke away from that five-year pattern. It seems like, regardless of equipment, volumes are doing pretty bad on the spot market and are not climbing like they should. As for rates on the spot market, there was another decrease for dry vans to around $1.92 per mile on average. And this is a three cent decrease from last week, whereas the five-year average is around $2.14 per mile. Again, that pattern for spot rates is being followed, but unfortunately the decreases are pretty steep and we are really way below the average. Now, if we're looking at the general freight market, volumes for dry vans predominantly saw a decrease everywhere, although Arizona, surprisingly, had a significant increase in volume. Again, volumes this week are definitely lacking for all equipment types. Rejections also saw a lot of decreases, although the northern markets, such as Minnesota, North Dakota, and some of the Midwestern markets, saw some increases. But the question is, where do you have to go next week to be in a better position if you have a dry van? Well, for dry vans, there is Green Bay, Wisconsin, 12.86% rejection, a decrease of 0.5% since last week. Then we have Rock Island, Illinois, 8.34% rejection, and Des Moines, Iowa, 9.69% rejection. So just like with reefers, the drive-in areas of opportunity shrunk from last week and the Midwest rejection rates went down quite a bit. 
That being said, if we're looking at things relatively, I would say that the Midwest is still an area where you will get relatively better opportunities than anywhere else. So my experience over this past week has been so-so. I didn't really see any improvement, but I also didn't see any significant deterioration. It's stable bad at the moment. But one thing that is definitely not changing is the work you have to put in when looking for freight. It takes on average three to four hours to actually find a load that is worth anything, that is workable. So yeah, the story of more work for less money continues. But personally, as weird as it sounds, I am grateful for this experience. Now, I'm not crazy, at least not so crazy to say that I enjoy it, but I know for a fact that the skills I learned over the past two years are going to help me propel our businesses forward when this nightmare ends. Remember guys, there is always something positive in every negative situation, whether it be a skill you acquire or a lesson you learn. I recommend taking it one day at a time, do your best to manage the situation every day, and slowly this less than ideal environment too shall come to an end. Wishing you guys an amazing weekend and I will catch you in the next podcast. Mm-hmm.